building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. Today's topic is marketing and sales strategies to fill your pipeline in Q1. And a little bit of background on why I'm recording this now is that one of my main goals for Q1 is, go figure, filling up our pipeline. Our Q4 last year was a little bit quieter than usual from a sales perspective. And while we retained a lot of accounts and we upsold a lot of accounts, which was one of my goals for last year, I am really looking to knock it out of the park in Q1. So Jenny, who is the president and co-owner of our marketing agency, Excelity, and I brainstormed ways that we could fill up the pipeline, and I thought I would share them with everyone that's listening today. First, let's talk about the main marketing strategy that I need to work on, which some of you may have noticed this, LinkedIn. I have fallen off of my LinkedIn routine a little bit, and it's something that I need to pick back up. There are some really simple, no-brainer things that I should be doing that I don't always do. Like if I have a busy week, I might post once or twice on any old topic. I'm usually on LinkedIn every day interacting with people and answering comments and responding to messages. But in reality, I should be posting a lot more. Like if we're going to spend time there, let's actually spend the time there, right? This is what I'm preaching and I need to get back into practicing what I preach. So my new schedule is I need to post at least once a week on a sales or marketing topic. Again, a no-brainer. I run a marketing agency, should be posting about it. Once a week, I want to post on a motivational or inspirational topic simply because I really love this content. It's very therapeutic for me as I write it and when I publish it and have conversations with people in the comments. At least once a week, I need to be sharing a post of Excelities. I feel like this is the hardest for me because LinkedIn really throttles reach for shared posts, which I've commented on this before. I think it is silly and crazy that they do it. However, every single time that I do it, Excelity gets more followers and that's exactly what should be happening. So I want to share that content more. Our team produces great content, funny content. They're sharing a lot of these podcasts, marketing tips, design, copywriting tips. So expect to see more of that. And I would love if you see it, if you help me boost it up and comment and react to it. Next up is a bunch of other strategies that you may or may not be doing this year, but you should be considering. Let me give you a disclaimer that this isn't like anything mind-blowing. It's a lot of stuff that you've heard about before that I am either going to amp up or re-engage in in Q1. And the first one is networking. Did you ever get back into networking after COVID? I really didn't, and I need to, and I want to. I don't know why, but during COVID, I convinced myself that I didn't really like networking. And I think it's because I went so hard beforehand. I ran Women's Entrepreneurship Week with a few other amazing women. We would run 60-some events for a week every year, and I would be at, I don't know, 20 of them. I would go to events every week. I was speaking all the time. And I think I just burnt myself out. 
And then when I was sitting at home, I was like, oh, this is nice. I actually really like being at home, but I do like being out and meeting new people. And I need to change this narrative in my head because I know that it's good for me and I know that it's good for the business. So have you been networking or did you move it all online? And you were like, yeah, I don't really need to do anything face-to-face after COVID. If you did, I would encourage you to get out there and attend some local events and meet people because it's really one of the very best ways to generate new business. Next up is lost opportunities. This is such a huge opportunity for every company and many of us really shy away from it because we can be salty when we lose deals. You know, I know I am being so involved in sales when you spend so much time and then it ends in a no, especially if it's a no, that's like, thanks for 10 meetings. Here's an email. We decide to go in another way. You're like, oh man, <laughs> there are lots of lost opportunities at that say no for various reasons, right? They say no because of cost. They say no because the timing isn't right. Sometimes they chose a competitor. Sometimes they chose to do nothing. And really all of these can be overcome when the timing is right. If it was cost, could you sell them fewer seats or licenses if you're selling a product? Could you sell a project instead of a retainer for service companies like mine? If it was timing, when did they say would be a better time? Did you ask? If not, it might be time to check in. If they chose a competitor, often, especially in my business, marketing agencies, they walk away from vendors unhappy. Make sure that you always ask how long a contract is when a prospect chooses a competitor so that you know when to reach back out. And important note, the time to reach back out is not when their contract ends. It's a couple months before that when they're looking at alternatives. The third strategy that you should be considering is lost clients or lost customers. I think that it can be hard to believe that a client or a customer will come back, but they definitely can and they will in certain situations. For example, for my company, sometimes clients leave because they didn't have the right account team. We didn't have the right resources on the team. They didn't have a team that they really loved working with or that they vibed with. And that's something that we really look at when we assign account managers now. Sometimes they weren't seeing the right results and that absolutely can happen. And sometimes that's just a lack of alignment or expectation management. It's not even a lack of results. Sometimes they were oversold on a product or service. God, working with software companies, this happens all the time. If you can reach back out to a former client and have an honest conversation with them, it's honestly a fantastic place to start. And this is if you haven't done that already. Usually you should take that feedback when the contract ends, but the feedback might be a little bit different. It might have evolved a little bit in the months or years since you worked together. The fourth strategy that you should be considering is centers of influence. What business relationships could you strengthen to refer business back and forth? I know that many of us have those meetings like, yeah, let's refer each other business. And then it really doesn't come to fruition. I think that there's a lot that we can do to really encourage the referrals to come back and forth. That can be monetary. It can be you sending them something first or giving them an introduction and encouraging them to give one back. Every company has complimentary products and services that could refer you business, but they have to like your product or service. And most importantly, they have to like you and they're not going to get to trust your product or service and trust you without you reaching out to them, without you having a series of meetings with them, without them talking to your customers to see how they like working with you. So keep all of that in mind as you're building out your centers of influence. 
Number five, and it's my last tip. It's something that you might not want to hear, but it is referrals. This is one that I don't do enough. And I'm guessing that you don't either because a lot of us really hate asking for things and we're really bad at asking for help. I know that I say, ask for help when you need it. And sometimes I do. And sometimes I'm pretty bad at it. How often are you asking for referrals and be honest with yourself? I have lots of friends in business and I give and give and give as much as possible. And I ask for nothing in return. I get on networking calls. I give them advice. I refer out customers to people. And then when they say, what can I do for you? You're like, oh, nothing. I'll let you know when I think of something. Well, that's not true. There is plenty that they could do for you, but you do need to ask. If you're doing the same thing, maybe it's time to cash in on some of those favors. Tell people what you're trying to do and why. Hey, I'm looking to start off 2024 really strong and fill up my pipeline. And then just ask them for one referral. Do not send a blanket email that's like, please send referrals. I love your referrals. You want to ask them for one company that is actively looking for or considering a product or service, or that they were talking to someone and they heard that there's a pain point that could be fixed by your product or service. Just one. We cannot be afraid to ask. Shout out to Morgan Ingram, who kind of inspired this because he posted the other day, closed mouths don't get fed. He was talking about hotel upgrades, which I also never asked for. And I'm totally going to after seeing that post, but closed mouths do not get fed. So make sure that you're asking for those referrals. All right. Those are my, I guess, six strategies that you should be using in the new year. One, if you have a personal brand and you're kind of working on it and kind of not amp it up, it's time. Two, if you didn't get back into in-person networking after COVID or you could be doing a better job, get out there and do it. Three, campaigns to your lost opportunities. Four, reaching out to former clients, either for their business or referrals. Five, reaching out to centers of influence, networking, creating referral agreements back and forth, and six referrals. Tap your friends in business. Make a list of all of the things that you have done for other people in the last year, um, expecting nothing in return because we all give really expecting nothing in return and ask them if they have one referral. They might not and that's okay, but they might and that could pan out for you. All right. That is it. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this content, if you got some ideas of how to fill your pipeline in Q1, please share this on social media and tag me, write a post on LinkedIn and tag me. I would love to interact with you and connect with you there or share this with just one person who is also trying to fill their pipeline in Q1. And I will talk to you next time. Thank you. Thank you.